Hey there, welcome to Matamo, a podcast where we explore with you and our guests travel topics that push the boundaries and celebration of the human experience. I'm your co-host, Bob Sproul, here in Chicago, along with Greg Traverso on Stockton, California, the founder of Matamo. Greg, great as always to be with you. Hey, great to be with you, Bob. Yeah. So before we get going, we're going to continue up where we or pick up where we left off in one of our last episodes, but I would encourage anybody listening, give us a five-star review if you like what you're hearing on Apple Podcasts. It would mean a lot to us. Yeah, thank we you. love hearing from our, 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 our the folks listening. And so in our last episode, Greg, you had talked about a couple of crazy days in Bangui in the Central African Republic. You saw a dictator uh, who was a cannibal uh, who had just been released from prison, I believe, in a, in a limo. And you just happened to be there at this historic moment. <laughs> and then also you, you you got yourself chased by a kid with a screwdriver and you're making your way around town trying to find a cholera shot. And then you, you know, you get some nice uh, hospitality too along the way with, with some folks who, who you're staying in their, their, their home. And Fun so times. <laughs> really interesting. Yeah. But I want to hear about this, this, uh, you know, how you made it across the, the uh, you had about a thousand miles left to the coast. And I want to hear the start of this, where you talk about having this really, really, really awful ride in a paddy wagon. So first of all, what is a paddy wagon? <laughs> and second of all, let's talk about that awful ride. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully a paddy wagon, uh, uh, our listeners ha- hopefully haven't been in one before, but um you know, this, <laughs> I was uh, really anxious, you know, to, to get out or not, not so much anxious, but just determined to move on and to get to the coast. And, you know, we're, we're all, you know, naturally drawn to adventure, you know, but I was really looking forward to kind of getting to <laughs> getting back, getting across and, and eventually um, completing my, my goal of, of traveling and traversing the, the continent. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that, but finding a ride, I, I, I forget how I located this, but it was a, uh, it was a paddy wagon, a converted paddy wagon into some kind of transportation vehicle to get people or whatever from one part of the country to the other. I, I forget what I paid, probably a couple dollars and I got inside. It was pretty crowded, but it only got more and more crowded and the problem with it, there was no windows, uh, and it was, and the doors closed, so it was dark inside, and so many people, and they kept piling in and piling in. <laughs> I remember I had to kind of go into this zen-like, you know, state to kind of get through this because it was at least a couple hours that I remember, um, and it only got more crowded to the point where there was a point where my feet weren't even touching the ground. And I was sandwiched in this, and it was unsufferably like uh, hot and crowded. And if you're claustrophobic, you're probably oh turning gosh, off. Yeah. Right that's, that sounds uh, I, I, It was, you know, <laughs> I, that, that was a, not a memory I cherish, but it was one that I went through. It sure, certainly left me thinking, I remember getting out of that saying, you know, I've crossed this continent almost and but this will probably be the last time I take a ride like that, you know, hmm. or anything close to it. Uh, and I think it was for the most part, because from there, I got another ride of some sort. I don't remember, but I ended up on the Cameroon border. Uh, I went through customs, mm-hmm. didn't have to bribe my way in. Hmm. Um, 
got my visa for Cameroon and got on a train. And that train was, you know, nice old, you know, kind of felt like a colonial era train, been on lots of trains in my life, even across Africa. But this one was was nice. And there was at one point, you know, I'm looking out the window, you know, we passed through the capital of Yunde and kind of going along. And uh, I remember a man uh, when walking, uh, coming through with a cart uh, and uh, he had apples on it, red apples. And I remember buying this apple and like, eating this apple it was like glorious, you know, hmm. incredible to find an apple, you know, right. Hmm. And uh, so finally I made it to Douala, Cameroon, several hours of this train ride. And, you know, I, it, it was on, it's on the Gulf of Guinea uh, and the Atlantic ocean. And uh, I was able to, I haven't, you know, pretty satisfied, but also very kind of worn out, haggard and ready for, you know, kind of getting clean and actually taking a shower. Uh, I hadn't really had a shower, I don't think, for many weeks. I took bucket baths on occasion. But uh, so this whole idea of, you know, a clean place to stay and was was something really on my mind. Hmm. I did hear about a French mission uh, hostel of sorts. And so I went there, found my way there somehow. And, uh, you know, I knocked on the door and, um, this French priest opened the door, opened the door a bit. And he said, no, you know, we don't in French, of course, we don't have a place for you. I knocked again. I said, je suis American, you know, uh, I forget, uh, Tadassaire, you know, Congo, I said enough in French that he got the point. I just came across Africa and he was like, Oh, he opened the door and I stayed there. And, um, it was wonderful. I got brought up to my room. I, I get up there and, um, it, it was unbelievable. There were white linen sheets on, on, on the twin bed. Uh, there was an air conditioner inside the room on the wall and it was, uh, ice cold, there was a little like soda machine outside the room that had cold beers and sodas inside <laughs> of this little machine. Uh, the only drawback in think was right there outside of my room, there was a, a neighbor's yard and there were two chimpanzees that were chained to these long chains in these shackles, these two adult chimps that were screeching and screaming and, up in this tree. So uh, it was very, very uh, sad to see that. But beyond that, it was wonderful. I actually uh, met a guy. He was actually, uh, he was African. He was white African guy from Arusha, Tanzania, multi-generational uh, family who talked to him quite a bit in English. And I really hadn't spoken English either for a long time. So that was just uh, nice. And the French, uh, you know, the, the food was, was great. I got to eat as much as I wanted. Um, I found myself kind of, uh, I had left some money back in Nairobi in Kenya, but I had our traveler's checks, but I was pretty much down to, to, to enough for a taxi ride to the airport. Um, but then I learned that I needed money for a departure tax. It was $20 U.S., and I learned that I just didn't have the money. So I was in a bit of a, a pickle. And uh, there was an Irish priest staying there. 
And uh, right when I was really stressed and like trying to figure this out, I met him and I told him my dilemma and he gave me the equivalent of $20 and I got his address. And uh, so I, you know, I promised to send that to him. And um, so I used that money uh, to, well, to get my way out of the country Hmm. and I got to the airport and got on the plane and flew over Africa uh, from Douala, Cameroon to Nairobi and looked out my window and saw the second largest rainforest, the Congo Basin rainforest, you know, below me. And uh, in six hours, I crossed the entire continent, you know, on a plane would took me, you know, well, at that point it was uh, nearing seven months. Uh, And so I got to Nairobi and I, that was my home away from home. I had my place I stayed in uh, the terminal hotel, but I did go that, that day I got back uh, to the Hilton hotel. I think I mentioned this before and, and, and got a hamburger Hmm. Uh, and it was a, this, wonderful hamburger and uh i ate the whole thing and just uh, first you know food like like that i had had um that was good and i went to see a doctor just to make sure i was i was okay uh and uh you know saw some friends actually went to a movie hung out in nairobi for a while uh kind of ended my that that trip, anyways, in in Africa, my first major you know trip, my my biggest trip ever to Africa. And from there, I was uh, moving on to India. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's kind of my journey across Africa at this point in time. Wow! So you you know that's got to be quite the thing where you're like, I spent months and months traversing this, and in, in six hours, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the beauty was... of, of airfare, yeah. But but really. Um, when you were on that plane, were you like reflecting on what you had done and accomplished, Greg? Is that kind of going through your mind? It's got to, you know, you're sort yeah, of cross, absolutely. You know, crossing that. It's, you know, as we know, you, you need to explore what, whatever that is in life. You know, you need to, you know, push some boundaries, I think, to really um, sometimes to learn and whatever that may be uh, in your work or in travel or life in general. And so pushing those boundaries is, uh, is something that certainly it, it affected me. I actually, it was life changing for me. Uh, it, you know, I really did uh, through that experience uh, kind of have a vision of where, what I wanted to do, you know, with my life, uh, which I really didn't have that before. And it crystallized and, uh, and it really led, I, I, you know, by the grace of God, it all has worked out. Um, like I had kind of seen it. I even, you know, thought about going to work at St. Mary's High School, which I never really thought about before. I, I was a teacher, and but I hadn't uh, really seriously thought about that. And then, of course, that became my life's work for many years. Uh, but uh, and marrying Susan, and you know, everything kind of you know was very fortunate. But that trip was uh, seminal for me in, in my in my life, and. And then you uh, st- started taking, you know, s- taking groups over to Africa too. I mean, it sounds like it was important enough for you to say, well, you know, I'd love to have the people experience this. Yeah, I definitely was energized and wanted to share this, you know, deep love mm-hmm. of the continent and the people and mm-hmm. yeah, the wildlife and the, 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 
the whole package is uh, really something. And, you know, I'm definitely not alone on this. Anybody that's been to Africa, they typically are hankering to get back, mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of resonates anyways in, uh, in our hearts. Uh, uh, you know, it's where time began, you know, so many ways for humans. It's uh, uh, they call it the cradle of humanity. Yeah. Um, and uh, there is, uh, it's the old world. and it's the people, you know, and it's the, there's something else that's undescribable. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't too long after that, that I brought the first group back uh, in uh, 1998. It was a group of teachers. Um, the first, the first one was uh, Pam. Uh, uh, David and I were there. He was helping me lead this group and we picked her up from the airport. And, uh, and that was a seminal time as well. Just, you know, and, and of course, have done it ever since in varying degrees. So, uh, yeah, that was my journey across Africa. That's awesome. Well, anybody listening that is thinking, you know, I'd, I'd like to take a journey across Africa and maybe I'll take that six hour airplane ride instead of, you know, <laughs> instead of taking a Titanic ship across the Atlantic, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess this, if you, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say, um, while that kind of summarizes the trip, there's, there's, there's so many stories I, I look forward to sharing. And, and so this won't end the kind of African expose of, of stories. There's, there's all the, you know, there's kind of the overview times, but then there's the individual mm-hmm. moments and, and things that have happened and insights uh, that I look forward to sharing. And, well, and, that, and that, that's just it. We've, we've gone through the overview, but I think really what we're trying to accomplish with this podcast for our listeners that have been with us. And thank you again for, 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 for starting this listening journey with us is, we want to really go deep on travel, not just in Africa, but travel worldwide, maybe travel in your own backyard. Um, but we do believe that that uh, both of us has traveled. Greg has has traversed the world, really. Uh, you've, you've gone across the world. And there's something that changes you about that. And so many other people have talked about that. And we want to get to the bottom of that and really discover and explore that and maybe challenge you or or get you hopeful for your next trip and and consider where that might be so i think bob too you know just to say you know we are we are you know naturally drawn to adventure you know Mm -hmm. um into these unknown regions of you know life and experiences and so yeah we i look forward to really uh sharing a lot more of of (laughs) a lot of things that have happened i haven't even really touched on a lot of it so um, just kind of really getting going. Excited to have uh, our followers and uh, really appreciate you know your time. And if you're walking around, uh, going on a jog, um, cooking or whatever you're doing at this moment, I appreciate your listenership and positive reviews and uh, and uh, just getting to share some stories. Yeah. Greg's got more stories. I, I am confident of that. Anybody listening, <laughs> Greg's got plenty of, of amazing stories. And we've got guests with plenty of amazing stories. And we're going to continue to to roll out guests, which we're really excited about too, Greg. So again, as Greg mentioned, positive reviews are, are, are um, that's that's our fuel. That is our, uh, that's our energy that keeps us going. So, you know, give us a five-star review if you like what you're listening to. And if you're thinking maybe I want to explore a, a trip in the near future, when the time is right for me, go to matamo.travel, M-E-T-A-M-O dot 
travel and you can explore some of the amazing journeys that Greg and his team have curated. And uh, there, there's some really amazing things you, you can do. And they're all, they're all, uh, you know, different parts of East Africa. Um, just to take a look at, at matamo.travel and, and, and see what kind of piques your interest. Greg, I promise no paddy wagons. Yes. No <laughs> paddy wagons, no, uh, hopefully, you know, no soldiers, you know, we, uh, these, these trips are, are meant to really maximize your, your time. So that is a good disclaimer. Greg <laughs> took the road less traveled. That is what this podcast is about. So thank you again, as always, everybody. And we will, we will talk to you next week. See ya, everybody. Thanks a lot. <laughs>